Hello again and welcome back to the Proper Specs Football Podcast Promotions, part of the show. Happy New Year. I hope everyone is out there safe and sound and you are celebrating your new year. Time to promote those that I love. And hey, Nails by Imani, check my daughter out in Jonesboro, Georgia. The address is as follows, 258 South Main Street, Suite F. Jonesboro, Georgia, 30236. The best, absolute best nail technician in or outside of the 285 perimeter in Atlanta, Georgia, specifically Jonesboro, Georgia. Check out the missus. Her crafting email is forcedcraftsdesigns at gmail.com. Once again, that is F-O-R-R-E-S-T-C-R-A-F-T-S. D-E-S-I-G-N-S at gmail.com. You can also check out her website, and that is the online beautyboutique.com for heavenly hair. Shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. Once again, that is shopneolife.com forward slash forest health. Check her out there as well. Arigato Joey at SoundCloud.com. Look him up. Check him out. And finally, but certainly not last, me. The Prophet's Picks 2019 is the Instagram handle. The Prophet's Picks at gmail.com is my email. And last but certainly not least, I am on Twitter as well, Prophet underscore Picks. And you can listen to my podcast show on every single podcast platform there is known to man. And soon to come, I will be on Pandora. Everybody stay safe out there and enjoy the show that's coming up right now. One. So I continue to find it very difficult to wait for the top of the hour whenever I am about to do my first podcast show of the day, no matter what day it is. And um, I continually to I continually continue. I continually continue to find it very difficult. I stopped and start this show over like about three or four times now because I couldn't get it out of my mouth and. There it was again. I couldn't get it out of my mouth, so not going to start this thing over again. But I continually continue to figure out or realize that it's very difficult for me to wait until the actual top of the hour, any hour, when I'm getting ready to do my first podcast show of the day, no matter which day of the week it is, no matter what part of the off season or the regular season It is. I always find myself in a predicament in which it's very, very difficult to wait until the very top of an hour to start a show. I'm just really technical and analytical like that. When it's really close to the top of an hour, um, I try to hold out and wait before I actually start a new podcast show. And uh, not in a rush. It is my birthday today. Happy birthday to me. Uh, Went out with my sons and my wife, the missus. She made it a very, very amazing birthday. Um, Very blown away today. So 
I just want to say thanks to the missus and you know all of her business locations, promotions department, uh, not promotions department, excuse me, but the promotions portion is what I meant to say of the show um, was before you heard me with my uncontrollable yapping. Controlled chaos here at the Prophets Fix Football Podcast Show. Good afternoon. One minute till one here at the Prophets Pick Studios forward slash media centers in the rainy and still wet and chilly city of Houston. Still beautiful though. It was a nice birthday outing. Got out, did what we needed to do, and back in the crib, which is probably good because my Youngest wasn't feeling so well last night when he went to bed, even though he was on spring break last week and he wasn't feeling too well when he got up this morning. So that's how life should be, right? Things shouldn't take all day. Some things are going to take hours to accomplish. Some things are going to take hours to accomplish, but most things should not take the entirety of your day. We know everybody has to work. Monday through Friday or Tuesday to Saturday or Wednesday to Sunday, whatever your work schedule is. We all know that people have to work. Man has to work in order to eat. If man does not work, man cannot eat. That is Bible. But at the end of the day, something should not take your entire day. Perfect example. On yesterday, knowing that I had a good... um, Currently, I have six shows remaining. This is one of the six shows that remains for the season review show series. But knowing that I had these six shows plus the one, two, three, four, five shows that I did on yesterday, which was the season review shows. And uh, actually, I did, yeah, six shows on yesterday. One of those six shows was not a season review shows. One of those review show one of those podcast shows that I did on yesterday was the YouTube weekly profits picks perspective so I do want to say go and check that out but I said all that to say this knowing that I had six seven eight nine ten eleven six seven eight nine ten eleven knowing that I had 12 shows including the profits picks perspective on yesterday to do I took full advantage of my day on yesterday I did not allow any time to waste. I didn't waste any time. I was not wasteful with my time. I did the YouTube video, got that out of the way, and then I did five shows. Now, technically, when I was done with those five shows, in all honesty, I had another two to three, possibly even four hours, or if I wanted into the night, I could have had these six shows done. Not a lot to talk about with these season review shows. However, I still maximized the majority of my time on yesterday. Didn't take me all day to do podcast shows. And that's something that I had to learn when I first started doing this podcast show. That's something that I had to learn. And it is a lesson that I have, in fact, learned. And I've moved forward with it. And I've gotten a lot better with it. And one of the things that I feel like that I still need to improve on, even though I've gotten a lot better at it, is what I'm doing right now. I've been talking about everything but the topic of this podcast show for almost six minutes. So you can find my show on Amazon Audible now. 
I am on Amazon. I will have to update the promotions portion of the show at the very end of this one. You can find me on iHeartRadio as well as Pandora and any and every podcasting platform out there known to man good afternoon it is 2:03 p.m atlantic eastern eastern standard time on my birthday march the 18th 2023 my podcast is not a job it is a hobby and it is fun and i love doing it it has given me an extra sense of purpose in my life and i know what my purpose is but it's added to the purpose that i already have 103 p.m in the central time zone here in Houston, Texas. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. 43 years ago today, I was born in Mississippi, not giving you the exact city or town though, stalkers, but central time zone is my birth time zone. So for the last few years, I felt more in my zone and in my location on my birthday specifically than I have in all of those years I was in Miami, all of those years I was in Atlanta. So, no offense to anybody out there from Miami or Atlanta, but just so you are aware, I finally feel back in my aura, my area, my location, my zip code, my zone, my vibe, because I've been living in my birth time zone for the last few years. All right. 12.04 p.m. Mountain. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Season Review Show Series. It is approximately still morning time on the West Coast and in Alaska and in the Hawaiian Islands. It is approximately 11.04 a.m. Pacific. Good morning. Welcome back. In Alaska, speaking of Alaska, it is approximately, there are one hour, shockingly enough, behind Um, the Pacific time zone. It is 10.04 a.m. in Alaska on a Saturday, March the 18th, 2023, here at the Prophets Picks Football Podcast Show. Aloha, Honolulu, the capital of Hawaii, Maui, Waikiki, Pearl Harbor Memorial, all of the Hawaiian Islands. Good morning. Welcome back to your boy, the creator, CEO, CFO, COO, all of those C three-letter acronym CEO uh, annunciations. This is the Prophets Picks football podcast on a Saturday, birthday Saturday. I want to say thanks again to my wife. Thanks again to my sons. Thanks again to the missus. I got two beautiful birthday cards posted up on my work and podcasting desk. I will take pictures of that and put that up on Instagram. The gifts that I got though, I will not be doing that. That's not me. I don't do that. Never have, never will. However, wedding anniversary gift, the pictures that you all have seen on my Facebook page as well as the podcasting uh, Instagram page, I was in that wedding anniversary shirt. So not going to tell you what type of shirt that is though. Nobody needs to know. However, Everyone does need to know about the season that the Minnesota Vikings had in 2022. And this is the season review show for the 2022 13 and 5 NFC North Division champion Minnesota Vikings. And this show will not be long because, again, it is my birthday and I do just want to chill and relax 
and enjoy the rest of my day. There will only be one more podcast show after this one. I'll leave you all in the balance wondering what that is. I figured, hey, six more shows to go for the season review show series before phase one of the offseason here at the podcast show is over with and done. I might as well do them, what, two by two? Or, and this is why I love even numbers. I can do them two by two, or I can do three today and three tomorrow, or I can do four tomorrow if time sees fit for me to do so. And I'm thinking, you know what, that's probably what I might do. Or I'll do two tomorrow and then I'll do two on Monday to start the new work week, which will be leading up to the Mrs. Birthday. The Mrs. Birthday is next Saturday. I hope she's ready. I got some good stuff for her as well. She got the majority of her stuff, though, on March the 1st. All right. Minnesota Vikings 2022 season. Vikings didn't know who they were last season. The Vikings did not know who they were last year. However, they did know that they had, oh, excuse me, that breakfast that we had, birthday breakfast, sorry. However, the Minnesota Vikings do know, or should I say did know, that they had a stellar offense and the Minnesota Vikings knew last season that their offense was in all honesty, their offense was borderline unstoppable last season. You know, if we if we want to be real about it, their offense was borderline unstoppable last year. And at the end of the day, knowing that they had an unstoppable offense, knowing that they had an unstoppable one-two combination punch at the running back position... Justin Jefferson with the gritty and all of that cool stuff. Minnesota Vikings had a horrible off uh, defense. Excuse me. They know they knew that they had a horrible defense, and this is something that I've harped on here and there a few times during the show, during these season review shows, the last w- few weeks or so. Um, how bad the Minnesota Vikings defense has been, and the part of the reason why. They are doing. They are doing the super duper um, purge that they are currently um, conducting right now during this 2023 NFL free agency. So, at the end of the day, the Minnesota Vikings know what they gotta fix. They know that it needs to be fixed. And kudos to these guys for taking the time out to make certain that their defense gets a lot better. They have a new defensive coordinator, Brian Flores, and. As I have stumbled and stumbled and stumbled during the last week of the season review show series. These are not the roster review show series that is coming up next week, probably on Wednesday after work or probably during the lunch hour. But the bottom line is Minnesota Vikings defense on last year. It was horrible. It was putrid. And I said it all year long. The Minnesota Vikings, the true colors of the Vikings is going to show and guess what it did it did in that wild card game but however with that being said a win percentage of 0.765 at home minnesota vikings were eight and one really good at home with the exception of the wild card game five and three on the road one of those three losses was to the eagles on monday night football early in the season 
In the NFC North, the Detroit Lions record was 5-1 compared to the Minnesota Vikings, who won the division 4-2. Got to do better than 4-2 in your division. 4-2 is good, but you need to be 5-1 or you need to dominate and sweep your division. And that's one of the hardest things in the NFL to do. Sweep your division. 8-4 in the NFC Conference. That is a good record. If you're trying to win your division, you want to definitely have an awesome conference record. And then last but certainly not least, the points that the offense scored total and the points that the defense allowed total. And with that being said, you want to hit, hit, go. The Minnesota Vikings offense scored 424 points last season and their defense And I don't give all of the defensive statistics. I don't give all of the offensive statistics for the sake of time for these season review shows. But the bottom line is the defense for the Minnesota Vikings allowed 427 total points. And you want to know the difference. The team that would have been a better division champion last season. I'm just going to be honest. No, not the Green Bay Packers. The Detroit Lions. Why am I saying that? Because the Detroit Lions offense put up 453 points with the exile from Los Angeles, Jared Goff. And, you know, I never thought that Jared Goff was going to get the Rams the Super Bowl either. Just being honest. But the change of scenery, the change of cities, the change of climate with the weather. Detroit Lions defense gave up the same amount of points that the Minnesota Vikings did, 427 but their offense scored way more. Well, not that much more, but still a lot more points. 424 for the Vikings compared to 453 for the Detroit Lions. Detroit Lions offense was the number one offensive power in the NFC North. All right. Coming out of the gates, defeating the Green Bay Packers for the first time since the uh, pandemic first started in 2020 was the Minnesota Vikings 23 to seven. Then that early week two Monday night football season debacle in city of brotherly love lost 24 to seven. Then the Minnesota Vikings went on a tear. They won seven games in a row and they were at eight and one halfway through the season. Uh, 28-24, four point victory against the Detroit Lions. 28-25, victory against the New Orleans Saints. 29-22, victory against the Chicago Bears. Dub Bears at my Miami Dolphins, a game that I thought that they were gonna lose. They won 24-16, beat the Arizona Cardinals 34-26. At the Commanders, 20-17 victory there. At Buffalo, in the snow, James Cook versus Dalvin Cook. It was the war in the cookhouse. Say that three times fast. 33 to about 30, man, was the final score there. That was overtime with that catch of the year by Mr. Justin Jefferson. And then this is when the real Vikings stood up. Will the real purple and gold just please stand up? Please stand up. And they did. 40 to 3 beat down from the big boys from Big D, the Dallas Cowboys. 40 to 3. I'll never forget that game. I don't like the Vikings. I don't like the Cowboys. And it's really nice when you get to see two teams that you don't like beat the snot out of each other. <laughs> it's just a game. Calm down. 
The Vikings went on a two-game winning streak, defeating the Patriots 33-26, defeating the New York Football Jets 27-22. At the Detroit Lions, a loss there, losing that second meeting. Look, I'm going to be honest with you. Detroit was not playing with any team from the NFC North last season. They weren't playing with the Minnesota Vikings either. They almost won that first game. They won the second one. Once again, 34-23. And then a 39-36 come-from-behind victory against the the Indianapolis Colts. And then the following week, and this is how the New York Giants knew that they could hang with the Minnesota Vikings. They knew that the Minnesota Vikings weren't that team that was not unbeatable or beatable or whatever you want to however you want to phrase it I know I phrased it wrong but you get what I'm trying to say 27 to 24 win against the New York football Giants and then the real Minnesota Vikings stood up again at the Green Bay Packers 41-17 loss a game that the Green Bay Packers desperately needed and they got it they got it and then at the Bears to end the year Minnesota Vikings toyed around with losing that game, but they eventually won it. Excuse me, 29 to 13. Here's the thing about these season review shows when you get to the teams that won their division. The thing is this. This is the thing. This is the thing. This is the thing. Okay? Hope you all are ready for it. Here's the thing. The thing? Yes, the thing. What thing? This thing. Here's the thing. The thing with teams that win the division and my season review shows that I do every single year at the very beginning of the offseason before we get to free agency and all of that good stuff. The thing, here it is, I'm setting you guys up for it, about division winners or even really good wildcard teams. You know that they had a lot of wins, with the exception of Tampa Bay and Jacksonville, but you know that they had a lot of wins, right? So when you know they had a lot of wins and you get ready to look at their losses and you get ready to flip those losses into wins, the thing with these division winners already having a lot of wins, here it is. You ready for it? It's scary to think about how good they could have been. Probably not what you were expecting, but I'm pretty sure that was the the mic drop for those of us that are really nerdy like me when it comes to NFL analytics and numbers. And I'm not just an analytical guy, but I really love old school football. I really do believe in, hey, if you fumble the football into the end zone, touchback, it goes to the other team. I'm with Chris Sims on that, not Mike Florio. Sorry, Mike, but I love the both of you guys. But that's the thing. When you get to these season review shows and you look at the close losses for these division champions, in order to be a division champion, with the exception of Tampa Bay and Jacksonville, once again, you have to have a bunch of wins piled on top of each other. And when you look at the losses, it's really scary to think about how good, with those close losses, ending up being W's, these teams could have been. You're talking about historical. And the Eagles, with the Minnesota Vikings, they were historical teams. However, the Vikings got trounced in the first round of the postseason, 31-24 loss to the G-Men. And now, flipping those losses to W's, here it goes. There was only one for Minnesota. And that's why we say Minnesota was a false 
division champion. They were a false 13-win team. When you look at their losses and you see that you can only flip one loss and make it a W, and actually, this is debatable, but it was an 11-point loss to the Detroit Lions. It's my birthday. I'll be nice to the Minnesota Vikings fans, the purple and gold. I'm not going to be super duper hardcore on you like some of your actual fans are. All right. I love Dalvin Cook. I love Justin Jefferson. Heck, I even like um, Kirk Cousins because I feel like he's the Brian Horrier of this age and he's an overachiever. He's what Brian Horrier wanted to be for many years. Alex Smith was a really good quarterback for the majority of his career. But at the end of the day, he's what Alex Smith really strived and really desired to be at the end of the day. Don't get me wrong. Alex Smith was a really good quarterback. All right. He was a franchise guy that could get you to the postseason, that could have your team relevant and winning and put butts in the seats um, each and every season. But he was not that franchise guy that was going to get you and win you a Super Bowl unless you were playing with him in Madden. That's part of the reason why I'm only doing two podcast shows today, because I really want to play my Madden game. And I haven't really played it uh, as much as you all think or believe that I do to know as much as I do. I'm a lot older now, so other things take priority. It's just a hobby and a stress reliever and still is. But I really do want to play it today. However, getting back to the point. I like Kirk Cousins. I like Dalvin Cook. Like a lot of players on the Minnesota Vikings football team, but they were a false 13 and 4. They really were. I mean, that's part of intervention, right? Part of intervention and part of getting the help that you need is admitting that you have a problem, right? That's what the word is on the street, right? That's what the saying is, right? So at the end of the day, the bottom line is this. Minnesota Vikings, continue to change your defense, continue to make your defense better because your defense needs super duper help like two seasons ago, your defense needed help. And here's the thing about it as well as I end the show. And before I end the show, 14 and three is the overall record, is the best overall record that the uh, Minnesota Vikings could have had at the end of the day. But Here's the irony in in it all. You had Mike Zimmer, who was a defensive type of head coach for years, and the defense was good for the most part until the defense fell apart. And then once you got rid of Mike Zimmer and you got an offensive-minded guy, your defense went to you-know-what in the handbasket. This has been the Prospects 2022 season review of your your 13-4, beg your pardon, your 13-5 Minnesota Vikings. (music) 